Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Inspiring Salon Professionals. Um, I'm on video this week as well, so you can find it on YouTube. And uh, that's because I have a guest with me this week. And I always like to put the guest interviews up onto YouTube so that they can be shared further and wider than the podcast. And this week's guest is going to be Philippa Holding. She has been a great friend of mine for many, many years. And, um, and I've watched her progress through her career that she had um, in, in the corporate world and as a now tech and um, session tech and all sorts of things that she's done within the salon industry. Um, but more recently, she um, shifted her life hugely and has become a mindset coach and a well-being practitioner, amongst other things. And she is amazing. Um, I've just done a load of work with her because I was getting a little bit stuck in what I was doing and um, and had quite a few blocks and limiting beliefs of some massive um, on-trend world at the moment. And, uh, and so Philip has been helping me work through some of my stuff. And I tell you, honestly, you can't believe when you work with someone like Philippa. And it was a bit weird because at first I thought, oh, I know her, it's going to be a little bit odd. Um, but, you know, she's such an amazing coach and she has helped me with some wonderful things and um and is always a great support and a great advocate for everything that I do which is always really lovely to have um so anyway I'm going to hand over to the interview now and um I hope Philippa and I have an interesting conversation I'm sure we will because um we usually do and it's going to be all about mindset all about your well-being setting boundaries and enhancing how you view yourself and how you view your worth so that you can create a bigger and better salon business so hi philippa and welcome to inspiring salon professionals i'm so glad to have you on because i've been trying to do this for a little while um so i've done a little bit of an intro but if you would please explain to everybody who you are and what you do and how you've come to do what you do now thank you sue okay so i'm so excited to be on this podcast with you and like you say we've been uh, looking to do this for a little while so um i'm philippa holding i'm a mindset coach and i help women feel empowered to thrive and redefine what's possible for themselves in their business and also in life and i do that through mindset coaching um and also sometimes with maybe like um slightly heavier things through like therapeutic techniques, but they're all content free. And what that means is um, in traditional talking spaces, um, there may be a requirement that you have to um, speak about various different aspects of things of the past in order to be able to feel empowered now and in the future. Yeah. However, with regards to the techniques that I use, okay, we don't actually sort of have to address any of like that. It's all about the root cause of beliefs, habits and patterns that hold you back from thriving and redefining what's possible for, for you. And yeah. in a really, really short space of time. How I came to learn this skill set and set up my business as well is... Um, I've gone through various different challenges in my life and yes, I've overcome them. However, there's always seemed to be a little bit of like resonance or I've been playing small a little bit or um, things sort of like holding me back. And I was never really sort of like understanding what that was. Um, and it wasn't until somebody like mentioned to me about NLP. I was like, what's NLP? 
So it's neuro-linguistic programming and it's essentially how you can influence and program and um, communicate with your mind and yeah. be able to change beliefs, habits, patterns that absolutely hold you back. And when I went on my practitioner's course um, back in 2019, wow. um, I as an example, I had had um, an ingrowing corn on my little toe that had been there for and kept on like coming back, even though I was having treatment for it for around eight or nine months. And on my course, I was like listening to the trainer and saying, and they was like saying, you know, your, your uh, mind is such a, a powerful piece of real estate for you really and real estate in meaning sort of like that when you can master your mindset that anything really is possible and I thought okay you know what I'm just going to test this out <laughs> yeah so I followed a process and um I got agreement with my unconscious mind okay where all of your it knows all of the answers to everything okay all of the patterns habits and 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 things that it runs there and um I said to myself okay um do you know what the root cause is of this corn and it gave me a yes and I said okay are you going to be in agreement with me to help heal it and it said yes six weeks later totally gone and it's never been back since it is so, so when, amazing when stuff like that happens. No, right? So when you then start to apply those same principles in terms of looking at what is possible for you, it really is about you connecting to your mindset and giving it the instruction for it to follow because it's problem solving. It always loves to to help um, problem solve for yeah. you on your and behalf. I think, I think as well is that we forget, we think we're in charge. <laughs> and our conscious mind is such a small proportion of what goes on in the content of our brain function. And, and the unconscious, I mean, having worked with you, the, uh, what, what the unconscious mind tries to do to step into, I mean, we know, we know there's been times on stuff that I've been working on with you where I can't actually get, beyond anything because my conscious mind keeps jumping in to stop my unconscious mind doing what it needs to do and all of those thought processes that keep jumping in and in actual fact if you just let the unconscious mind do its thing it can do really quite powerful amazing things for you absolutely if you think about um you know a simple aspect of breathing okay mm. we all need to breathe day and night in order to to survive and it's a, a, an unconscious pattern, though, that we essentially take for granted. You know, you don't sort of like sit there and suddenly think, OK, where's my next breath going to come from? Oh. That pattern is already one of the um, millions of like unconscious patterns that are programmed and playing out for your highest good on a daily basis. However, from a conscious thought, OK, it can only like process seven pieces of information plus three or minus three so really really like small and limited whereas as I say with your unconscious mind there's millions of like programs that are running so they start though way back when you're small yeah. okay even sometimes you know what you've even inherited from 
your mum yeah. or your parents, you know, whoever like the people have been like influencers in your life. And unknowingly, you've picked up some like limiting beliefs yeah. or limiting habits or limiting behaviors that then impact the quality of your life, but mm. also your well-being, your confidence, and actually how you know you view yourself and whether you you know are able to succeed various like um in in various different things yeah. um and when we think about entrepreneurship um as a first port of call um the identification of being an entrepreneur that's the first bit and even if you if, if it's okay you're unsure about that then really what lies underneath that is the root cause of okay actually am I good enough yeah. to be an entrepreneur yeah. and if you attempt to do things you can do them so so far however if that limiting belief is still playing then your unconscious mind is going to put in patterns and habits to keep you playing small yeah and then you will get become frustrated and feel why am I not not moving yeah. forward and you know all of those things or becoming it's, overwhelmed it's, and it, it's quite fascinating isn't it just you know some of the stuff that I know that came up with me related back to an incident when I was less than two years old yes. and and it wasn't when we were going through the process and the words that came out of my mouth from that incident related to nearly everything that's held me back and it, and it, and it sounds really ridiculous but it but it's so true and mm. actually understanding how that links all the way through it lets you it gives you the power to kind of release it and let it go and, and it definitely changes how you view your worthiness and whether you belong, whether you should be having, having the opportunity to say what you need to say so that you can move yourself forward. Absolutely. And, um, and it's quite shocking because it was, I mean, the incident was a massive thing in my life and it's been there all the way through. Um, it was like a horrible accident thing I had, but it was like the, what actually happened around that has then kind of helped, has held me in that little space. And I'd never even considered you know that that could be something that was holding me back but letting that event go as and it's funny because I keep finding now even it's like obviously I can still remember it but I but it's like there's part of it that's gone it's very peculiar what happens it's the you. meaning that you've yeah. associated yeah. to that event yeah of you now you've been placed um in a situation a safe space where you felt empowered enough to actually release yeah. all of the anger sadness here yeah. but it's like there's a gap that's attached it's like <laughs> it, it still happens but there's this weird there's this sort of like gap there yeah where all the other stuff sat and um yeah. and I can still remember it but I don't have the associated emotion with it it's yeah. really really odd we all walk with um an imaginary dumper truck on our yeah. on our yeah. shoulder <laughs> And we go through life and experience various like different things or maybe people have like said certain things to us um you know and it's challenged ourselves and you know we we as human beings just shove it in okay I'll deal with that later or just shove it in yeah. the dumper truck and then it gets to that point where that dumper truck actually if you look at somebody's posture when they're leaning forward because mm. they're carrying the weight yeah. of all Indeed. of that throughout yeah. the years and until they actually sort of like decide to empty out that dump truck then you know they keep on going forward and forward but when they release it you know what the posture changes 
um, even sort of like down to like little like fine lines in the face you yeah. can actually like tell what people are like carrying or what they've released yeah from where they are it's, it's like but you you can look at because I know I can't think what the phrase is that you use when you're looking at um oh I can't think what the phrase is that you use but you can watch my face when we're doing when we're working together you'll watch my face and you will know instantly what is going through my head just by how my face is reacting <laughs> absolutely <laughs> well it's that intuitiveness yeah. okay and as a mindset coach as well you know it's important to be able to like look at all of like the changes that happen and it can even be like a flush of the cheeks it mm. could be like a um you know just a movement of the eyes all of like those various different things even with regards to how your breathing changes yeah. Yeah. I'm watching all of that <laughs> I because know. that then like gives me the indicator of like okay are you just making the changes yeah or is it your conscious mind that is getting involved here somewhere and then like we can sort of like help quite often it's my conscious mind that's getting in the way well it's the gatekeeper yeah it is it's the gatekeeper and i think you don't until you realize what the unconscious mind can do you don't realize how inhibiting the conscious mind is Mm. and how much it does just stop you absolutely if you imagine like a um a race track okay a running track and you're in the starting blocks and you're looking down sort of like 100 meters to the end and in your lane okay you see these hurdles and then there's a water jump and you're thinking to yourself okay how am I going to be able to get over those hurdles and certainly how am I going to be able to cross that that water what NLP and the other behavior change techniques that I have in my skill set helps you to do is shift all of those hurdles to the side and then fill in that water jump. Yeah. And it creates your pathway to be so much clearer without any resistance or anything like that. It's because I think for most of us, we probably sit at, the, at that, you know, when we're in the blocks and we sit there overthinking on oh my you know we've got to get we've got to get over that now how am I going to do that and and the overthinking for so many of us um becomes our way of in because you've got a you've got you're trying to plan mm. and in actual fact when you just let all that go and you just believe that actually that's going to be my my that's going to be my pathway and that's how I'm going mm. and nothing's going nothing can stop me because I have the power to do it all of that stuff just disappears yeah and um it is, it's, a, it's a much nicer way of working. <laughs> well, yeah. well, it is fast tracking yeah. towards your success. Yeah. You know, why choose, why would you choose to wait years and years and years to change something yeah. where actually, even if it's um, a limiting belief of saying, okay, I'm not good enough you know in 60 minutes or less than that it can be changed and you can then like continue to like be getting on with your life why would you you know wait years and years um when there are actually sort of like you know ways of being able to change things so quickly yeah and it's not temporary change either it's lasting change yeah so this is like changing things for a lifetime you know and right, we said as well, we were because we were just doing something before this, we were saying um during that conversation about the fact that although I've been working with Philippa for since before Christmas, I'm still getting knock-on effects of that work I've been doing. And it's like this sort of trickle-down effect that once you start releasing that stuff, it kind of has a knock-on and it continues to happen. 
and you continue to grow and to empower yourself because all of those little things it's just like a it's like on um, Harry Potter in Diagon Alley with all the little locks going yeah on, um, on the door and that's what it does and it opens a new doorway for you yeah it's, absolutely um, absolutely yeah. and it just you know sometimes might only open a little bit but as you believe more and more that your mindset has changed and can change and you're a different person then that door becomes more and more open for you to walk through yeah I mean in my last my last corporate role I spent the last 18 months um, developing like a, an empowerment and leadership program for, for women in the, in the organisation. And um, I did this, however, without the skill set that I have now. Yeah. And it ended up um, impacting 26,000 people, changing yeah. how a whole directorate actually like works. Um, and all of the hundred women that actually participated and came from that feeling empowered and feeling focused with what they were going to be doing next in their careers have then gone on to um, gain like leadership positions, some of them in the C-suite, et cetera, as well. But it's also about how they've shown up for themselves and also about the home space, et cetera, as well. It's literally like had a, a, a 180 transformation in every single area of like their life um and that was as i say before i had like learned things like nlp and um you know emotional freedom technique and various other like different things so imagine what it is that i'm able to i know <laughs> super powerful um, and it is and i think you know as as salon um i sort of i've just i found this phrase earlier salonpreneur i don't know if anyone else has used it before but so many of the people that listen and watch the podcast um are people that own salons or work in salons mm-hmm. and i think we do we we're there to serve people is fundamentally what we do and yeah. you've been in the salon industry um over the years as well and so you understand what it is that we do and why we make some of the decisions that we make that may not serve us um, in a in a way that is better than the way we serve our clients. And I think that's something we really, really need to address um, mm. as an industry. Mm. And so changing your mindset as a, as a salon professional um, is so important because, you know, that whole fill your, you know, fill your jug first or your glass first kind of thing. And the mindset that we have around that is not necessarily always the best mindset because we just we we believe we're there to serve but we need to serve ourselves first don't we really absolutely there's one it is one sort of like belief of like having a posture of like yourself to to be able to serve others absolutely however it's choosing to do the great rather than choosing to do the good and doing the good means that you're absolutely saying yes to everything but by doing that you then become overwhelmed mm-hmm. and then how does that actually serve you as an individual your family or even your clients and so therefore then really in like um relative terms that then becomes like your cycle of like burnout yeah. and that's another area that i specialize in is breaking that cycle of burnout yeah. but a really like simple thing would be in terms of like okay having boundaries set you know between you and your client services the times that you're opening and and even you know when people are messaging sort of like to like book for sessions um and services um and not by a a booking system but like through sort of like your mobile phone i'm pointing this way because my phone's (laughs) (laughs) we we all know that (laughs) um it'd be even better on the on the audio version (laughs) 
but if you're if you're answering the phone at, or yeah. messaging clients at you know 10 or 11 o'clock at night really what you're saying to them is okay that you're available to them 24 yeah. 7 yeah. rather than okay yes they may have messaged you to like book a service in and that's great however respond to them in your opening hours yeah. and then you start to create the work-life balance for yourself it is and I think as well you know in today's like techie world you know nearly every platform that we operate on you can put automated messages on um and in you know you can do that on email you can do it on on whatsapp you can do it on um facebook and you know and you have those sets so that at five o'clock or eight o'clock whatever time your business closes that you get you know clients that try and contact you get a bounce back you know and then you're automatically looking after them and you haven't got to worry about it you can just switch that phone on you know and it always really the most beneficial thing is to have a separate salon phone um yeah. And, you know, and I know from when when I worked at home and mobile, you know, my clients all have my mobile number. And like a lot of my clients that are the last ones that I'm doing my last few clients this week, um, it's going to be very strange this week. Um, but some of those clients have been with me for like 17 years and they've all got my mobile number, but they all love them ever since I had the salon, respected the fact that that phone was my personal space. Mm. And unless there was, you know, a really serious, you know, they would use it if they were ill and they couldn't get to me or whatever and they needed to let me know urgently. But but generally, they'd all just contact the salon. And I think you have to have those boundaries. Mm. And I always, you know, I made a very clear point when I went from working at home to working in a salon that there was no more. And there was no more contacting me, no mm. more phoning me at 10 o'clock at night or me waking up to text messages, that, you know, that they've been up at five o'clock in the morning. So they're texting me. Mm. And it's lovely that, you know, they want to get in touch that early. But um, unfortunately, I'm not awake that time of day. So, you know, but, if, but having that having that boundary of saying, no, you know, there's the salon phone, ring that and leave a message and just having clear guidelines, very Absolutely. clear guidelines. Absolutely. Another thing that sort of like um, comes to the table when I'm like working with um, uh, entrepreneurs as well is around asking and pricing. Yeah, definitely. If you have a really valuable service um, and an exceptional experience that you're bringing to the table for your clientele, they are going to pay a premium price for that. Okay. However, if you hold a limiting belief that um, and I've done a post actually on my Instagram about it today. If you're secretly like going and comparing yourself to your competitors and thinking, oh my gosh, how are they able to like charge um, that type of like price for their service? My clients would never pay that. And really the truth of it is, is you're holding a limiting belief of saying that I'm not good enough to charge those prices. Yeah. And that energy even is then going out into the universe and into sort of like okay the clientele that you want to want to attract they're not going to be connected to that because right. it's the wrong frequency it's the wrong belief system so going back and actually changing that to say absolutely i'm in, you know good enough to charge double if not even yeah. triple yeah. for the service that you're bringing to the table then those clients that value that Okay, and are seeking that premium service will absolutely pay for it. Yeah. Okay, and even in that, 
that stops and breaks a burnout cycle of thinking that you've got to have your um you know salon jam-packed with clients all of the time to just be able to meet and pay the bills no deal with the mindset the limiting beliefs that you may be holding and and sometimes you're unaware that you hold those things when you change that then you are able to change the results in the experience of where your business comes and you can achieve you know that real um, financial abundance that everybody wants to be able to, to achieve, but also in a way that serves you and serves your client in your highest good. Yeah, so absolutely. And I think as well, you know, I know um, from just experience over the years is that when I first started, I was really in that place of, oh my, you know, I've just qualified. How can I possibly charge that much money? How can I charge anything? You know, and I was doing, I was just doing free nails for ages. And, um, and, then I started working um, in a salon and so suddenly had to go from, you know, barely charging anybody anything to charging them probably like four or five times what I was charging at home. And the I felt guilt. I felt just so like I was a fraud and I shouldn't be doing that. And oh, it, it took a lot to get to a place where I was quite happy to go to the till and go, oh, that'll be whatever it was. I don't know, £35 or whatever it was at the time. Mm. And, it, and it really hurt. <laughs> doing it it was so painful it literally was painful I'd be just screwing myself up inside just trying to say those words because you you know at the time I couldn't have afforded to pay 35 pounds for that service and I think you know the the fact that your personal um set of circumstances may mean that you don't have those funds or that you wouldn't pay for that but believe me there's a lot of people that will pay a lot of money and sometimes the more you charge the more likely you are to get those clients, but you've got to have everything there to back it up. You can't be in, you know, some cheap back end salon where everything's done, you know, with the very mm. basic products and stuff. You've got to have, you've got to have something that appeals to those people, yeah. but, but you've, you know, but they are there and it's all about your client avatar, making sure that you are putting out there the client that you want to receive at your door. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that you have the right to have those clients, then you're never going to get them. Absolutely, absolutely. There's also like the the value piece that sits in there as well. So if you have a goal of wanting to make money, however, in your top values, money isn't in there, Mm. then that's another piece of like why you then are feeling frustrated and feeling stuck. And again, you know, you know, when we work um, together, it's a really like easy, uh, but yet yeah, powerful process to actually like shift that value up into like one of your top. And, and we, then and we, we just had this with me, didn't we? I mean, it was. Yes, we yeah. did. <laughs> it took a few sessions for it to actually become where it should be. Because, yeah. And I think as well is that you have. And I know for me, when we were going through that process of where, you know, where my 10 top values were kind of thing and money at the beginning wasn't really, wasn't really factoring that much, but if at all, really, (laughs) which is not how it should be. Because, you know, I've got years, I have got years of experience and I should, you know, and therefore I am worth having money in my life. You know, there's no reason why I shouldn't have money in my life. But I think that thing of like asking for the money that you've, you've, you know, we're brought up in a society where, it is a bit of a dirty word and you know you have to get beyond that and recognize that actually none of us can can function without money 
and um and you do have the right to have it and well it's an down on you for wanting to have money yeah money really is is um the vehicle about equal reciprocity i'm giving you money for the service and value that you're bringing to to me in this yeah. moment because i'm unable to do it for myself and you absolutely should be able to decide what you charge yeah. and not back down from that yeah. and even when it comes to sort of like looking at okay the end of the year and you're doing your projections for the following year and you think actually i'm going to put my prices up yeah you know Sainsbury's and Tesco's, etc. They never announce what, whether they're putting no. their prices up no. or anything, do they? They just no, they don't tell you when they're putting five p on a tin of beans. <laughs> and, is, and I think at the moment, you know, as we're recording this, obviously, you know, like fuel is hitting, you know, in a lot of areas is now hitting like nearly two pound um, a litre, and you know, gas prices are about to go up. And there's a huge amount of factors that um, are fundamentally going to change how every business doesn't matter whether you're in the salon industry or whether you know you operate the butchers down the road whatever it is you know your costs are going to go up and and I know I'm sure that you've probably seen across a lot of forums that you're on as well Philippa is that you know but in the in all the salon forums people are having meltdowns over you know how am I going to get through this and how am I going to be able to charge the money and that you know every single person has to recognize that any business owner has to respond you know and especially off the back of what we've gone through over the last couple of years with the pandemic you know, there, there's so many shifts and so many changes and it is going to be the bold that win. Because if, you, if you're if you too scared to say, actually, there's all these changes in my business and I need to actually value my services appropriately, mm -hmm. then if you don't do that, you are not going to have a business left. And so you've got, you have to be brave and you have to be bold and you have to make um, that decision for your business and value your worth. If your clients understand who you are, what you do and what you provide, then if you've got to put an extra pound on that service or an extra two pound on that service to enable you to continue practicing, then that's what it takes. And well, listen, no, no business owner is running a charity unless no. you actually like are running a non-profit. Yeah. Okay. But even then, even with a non-profit, there is still like a threshold of charging for various certain things. Okay. Yeah. So you know, you, you got to like look at and decide for yourself and choose, okay, are you going to empower yourself to thrive, okay, for the longevity, okay, or are you actually sort of like running a hobby that, okay, really, I'm not invested in building it. Yeah. You know, even when you're looking at elevating your service, yes, you can decide to charge an extra pound or two pounds, an extra fiver. However, okay, also it's like looking at, okay, well, how are you delivering that service? So one of the things that I used to differentiate myself in relation to like providing like a, a manicure service was actually sort of like incorporating a towel, a hot towel service with it. Mm. That never costed me anything yeah, extra. Yeah. However, it absolutely allowed me to elevate and charge a premium for that service that my clients loved. I've still got clients that have, you know, even though I no longer like um, do nails anymore, I've still got like, a few clients calling me up and saying, can you do X, Y and Z for me? I was just like, nobody else is like you. And like, I've still got my stuff and like sometimes I'll say, okay, yeah, come on then, let's do that. Yeah. But that's the point. It's the experience that your clients want. 
But if you don't believe that you can deliver that experience or that you don't believe that you are worthy enough to deliver that experience, that is your sticking yeah. point. And it can be cleared up so quickly. Yeah. It's, so it's about it's, choice, yeah, whether you want to make that change or not. What a fantastic first part of Philippa's interview with me. And in that episode, we're talking about all things mindset, boundaries, and so much more. And I hope you really found some good value in that. I have had a lovely message from Philippa, who is offering everyone that views the video or listens on um, their favorite podcast platform, um, a great offer to work with her. And I have to say, having been working with her for the last few months, it has been so beneficial and I cannot advocate enough how she can help you shift your mindset and put you into a far more positive place. So I'm going to put details of the offer onto the Inspiring Salon Professionals um, Facebook group so that the details are all there and it's all in writing so you can read up on what it is but it will be a time limited offer that expires on the 30th of April 2022 and so if you want to get working and changing that mindset you can make a small investment with Philippa and she can help you get on your way. Again all of the information will be on the Inspiring Salon Professionals Facebook group so head over there and join up if you haven't already and You'll find all of the links in the show notes on YouTube and on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to the show regularly, you will know where you can find everything. And thank you so much for listening. And next week's episode will be continuing conversation with Philippa. And I hope that you really, really get some benefit out of what wisdom she shares with us. Thank you. Bye for now.